you know what, Jen? I don't think I've ever looked better in my life. I think I'm I'm at the peak of my physical prowess. I think you are. At the moment. And yeah. I would love to share that with people. I'd love people to be able to see me in the flesh. Just it's to... selfish to keep this. <laughs> it is. This amount of radiance needs to be shared. So I thought what I would do is invite people along to see me in real life. To be in the same room at the Museum of Comedy. At the Museum of Comedy, because comedy is what I do <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> and you belong in a museum. No, oh, no. No, no, no. It was How rude. My self-esteem had climbed and now it's back down on the floor. But no, I um, love the Museum of Comedy and I'm going to go there and I'm going to take my raw magnetism with me uh, on Wednesday the 24th of April. Can I come too? You can. Just try not to sort of detract from my glow, you know. Okay. Uh, we are going to have the magnificent Jenny Ryan, a magnificent guest, Ooh. TBA. Wednesday the 24th of April, put it in your diaries, bring your sunglasses because I am shining. Yeah, get your tickets now. The link is in our social media or from the music. Museum of Comedy website. Oh, please do come. Jen's all right as well. What's your name? Jenny Ryan. Correct. What's my name? Lucy Porter. Correct. What are we doing? We're making a podcast all about quizzing. Correct. What's it called? Fingers on buzzers. Correct. Hello and welcome to another episode of Fingers on. Fingers on. <laughs> that's what we like oh and we're all going slightly mad in lockdown aren't we i'm singing even more than <laughs> fingers on buzzers singing more than usual being a bit crazy but the one thing we are enjoying about lockdown is the amount of quizzing isn't it jen it's a smorgasbord of quiz is available on a on a basically a 24-hour basis a smorgasbord so we're going to be talking about that Schmirgit, and yeah. we're going to be uh, also talking to the beast uh, which covers many men that i know as a nickname but the, the main <laughs> one uh, my husband uh, no uh, it is of course mark labette your fellow chaser we're going to be talking to him about the smash hit beat the chasers the biggest thing to happen in primetime television for quite a long time um, and we've also got a listener quiz which is it's for charity guys and it's a brilliant quiz so all of that will be coming up in a mo so jen let's talk about the amazing flourishing of quiz that is happening at the moment uh, because i think our discussion topic today is going to be the good and bad sides of doing quizzing over zoom uh facetime whatsapp you know all the various sort of video chat things that are available i'm doing about two a week i would say how many are you involved in me um you know it reached critical mass very early for me mm-hmm. and i have to say I've, I've barely done any okay i've had a lot of invites yeah. and part of my reluctance to join in is that people will will not thank me for going into their family and friends quiz that they've been grafting over for a couple of days and for me to point out the flaws in the questioning because best well in the world there aren't that many professional quiz writers in the country who can be churning out all of these and a lot of people a lot of people are just googling free quizzes on the internet Mm. and and reading those questions out and they're not the best. They're not the most reliable. 
and they will cause either arguments about how the question's written or what the answer is. People give alternative answers and I think a lot of people have quickly realised how difficult it is to write and compile and to host a half-decent quiz for any group of people, even if it is for, you know, just friends and family who should be a warm audience for you. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, friends and family it's can tricky. be the most exacting audience, actually. <laughs> oh, mine are. Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah. see, I would be very interested <laughs> to hear people's stories, good and bad, of their lockdown quizzing experiences because uh, I have had good and bad experiences in fact my regular thursday night is an absolute joy so uh my friend joe her dad keith sets us a 26 question quiz which is an a to z quiz and it's absolutely brilliant and i mean i have to say keith is one of the best question setters I have encountered I think he could be a pro question setter because they're amazing and even though the format of 26 questions a to z as he does it is quite restrictive because obviously there's a very limited amount of x and z and y answers but mm-hmm. he, he's got some brilliant ones really inventive ones um and I love it and I also love it for the the hosting format because uh, Keith writes the questions but my friend Joe and her sister Catherine kind of do the admin and half Mm. the appeal for me is their furious and very sweary arguments with each other (laughs) as a family (laughs) about the you know like oh dad oh why did you put that oh that was terrible Uh, you know so there's there's a sort of extra layer of entertainment there so I love that um but yeah, I, I, if anyone has any good stories of good and bad Zoom quizzes or whatever. There are people who are doing it right. Yeah. And I think there are a lot of people who are getting it quite wrong. And it, it can it will spoil things for a lot of people. You know, some people, they're not the best hosts. But there's also people, bad competitors. Yeah. If people are getting too competitive mm. or they're cheating or a bit of both. Yes. It sets a bit of a bad taste in the mouth well, we've about the whole thing. When it's the point is that basically you, you're socialising around something. It's like going down the pub quiz. There'll be a couple of people involved who are really quite focused on the quiz. But oh, mostly it's people to sit in the same space or in the same chat room now yeah. and be together and do the same thing and get have the same experience. But you see, some people... And drink the same drink. Yeah, some people, I think, are seeing it as this is a way of structuring a video call so that we're not all just sitting there going, um, yeah, no, I'm fine, uh, you know. So some people mm. just want to be there for the social aspect and then some people are really taking the quizzing seriously. And I think as a quiz master, yeah. that is a very difficult thing to negotiate. And also you have people who are... Um, very au fait with technology and are very happy at looking at themselves on a on a video call and then you have people <laughs> like me who spend the whole time kind of cowering away from their own hideous image and you know <laughs> I, and again you know if you're trying to write a zoom quiz for people who are like you know four generations of your family sometimes you know there there are challenges involved in that but I do think some people have been very inventive with what they've done um and again, please do send us via Twitter or email or, you know, we're fingersbuzzers at gmail.com or at fingersbuzzers on uh, Twitter. Mm-hmm. Please send us your best and worst if you want examples 
of rounds or <laughs> quizzes because um, a couple of my friends have done really brilliant ones. So my friend Jason did, uh, is this a real ale name or a Radiohead song? <laughs> Absolute genius. And one of my complete favourites was Jen and I did an interview with Hannah Dunleavy from the Standard Issue podcast, which is a great podcast. Do listen to it. And uh, she said that she had devised a round for her quiz, uh, her online quiz, which was... Uh, identify the landmark or tourist attraction from the worst review that someone has left on TripAdvisor. And her example was, she said, uh, oh, it's awful, it's just full of sick people, which was someone's review of Lords. <laughs> Not the cricket yeah. ground, but I suppose it could. Yeah. Either way, it could, apply. it could work. It could work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of... The skill is in pitching it right and doing something creative and, and something that's more fun for everybody who's involved is so tricky. Um, I saw around that uh, James Harkin, friend of the mm. show, and his wife Polina did, which was a visual round for their family quiz where they recreated um, different scenes from TV shows and films and things from stuff around the house. Nice. So there's a, a, a particularly nice um, rendition of um, so James is being James Bond down a toilet roll, using using lovely perspective and oh um, nice like the keyhole E.T. E. Oh, yes. with the, the the cat playing the role of E.T. in the basket <laughs> of the bike. Ah. <laughs> it's really cute, absolutely fantastic. So thinking like you know cryptic puzzles using images and things that everyone can have a have a go at that isn't just straight down the line quiz which festival in the world it's not for everybody i know it's all quiz fans listening to this but not everyone in your family is going to be that into quizzes so mm. get them into quizzing by foul means or fair by doing absolutely mad things like that i, I will i will get uh, the the thread that james posted of those pictures on the fingers on buzzers twitter account because they're an absolute hoot and hopefully will inspire some people fantastic well talking of inspiration i have been inspired by and i say that when i mean i have stolen the idea from uh hannah from standard issue because i thought that was such a good idea the worst reviews of things so jen your opening quiz today is going to be um <laughs> i have found the worst reviews of movies and you have to identify oh. the movie from a terrible review because who I doesn't love, love a terrible idea. review okay so question number one so this one yep. this is a movie from 2008 and someone reviewed it okay. thus i've had mosquito bites that were more passionate than this undead unrequited and altogether unfun pseudo-romantic riff on romeo and juliet oh uh, i've got to go twilight yes. ah. well done <laughs> okay uh, I have to say they've got a point. Yes. I mean, I've not even seen it, but I didn't fancy it. Uh, this one was from the year 2000. Uh, so this film saves its scariest moment for the end, a virtual guarantee that there will be a sequel. And I will give you a clue. The film stars John Travolta. Um, from 2000, Travolta? Yeah. That's scary. Uh, well, the scary moment is the guarantee that there will be a sequel. It was based on L. Oh. Ron Hubbard's uh, ramblings. Get shorty. It was 
no, Elrond El Hobbit. I th- I heard Elroy. Elroy. Oh yeah, no, Elrond El Hobbit. Um, ba- um yes. battleship. Battlefield Earth. Earth. Battlefield Earth. Is it? Battlefield Earth. Oh. Um, that was only two thousand. I thought that was much older. It was... No, it just feels like it should have been a long time ago. Uh, this is a review from uh, Amazon that I love. It's a one-star review from Amazon from a film of two thousand thirteen. There were no wolves in the movie. One star. Wolf yes. Wall Street. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you are a wolf enthusiast, yeah, and you got quite excited about that, uh, I mean, you're better off with with the second movie in Twilight. <laughs> More wolves. Yes. There were no wolves in this movie. <laughs> Top complaint. Okay, this one is a movie from 2001. And Roger Ebert, the legendary Roger Ebert, reviewed it thus. Mm -hmm. This movie doesn't scrape the bottom of the barrel. This movie isn't the bottom of the barrel. This movie isn't below the bottom of the barrel. This movie doesn't deserve to be mentioned in the same sentence with barrels. Wow. (laughs) And it's 2001 and it starred Tom Green. Oh, was that Freddy Got Fingers? <laughs> oh my goodness! Which I've never seen, but uh... yeah, yeah, that that review is actually quite glowing. <laughs> yeah, it was not a vintage era. Here's a movie from 2014, um, and the simple review from someone on Amazon was: "I don't know if I'll ever trust a woman again." <laughs> wow. Um... What movie does a woman do a lot of lying in? Oh, I can think of a few. Um, um, it's usually the men who do that. I'm thinking like Liar Liar and stuff. No, um, is it a comedy? It stars Ben Affleck, Rosamund Pike, Neil Patrick Harris and Tyler Perry. Oh, Gone yeah, Girl. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one. I just had to Google yeah. that. Um, okay. That's, that's, that's all. Oh, correct. Here's one. Yeah, fair enough. This is a movie from 2009. This is one of those movies where victims repeatedly have opportunities to escape, but choose not to, guaranteeing still more grotesque degradation, full of gore, torture and sexual humiliation, and contains not an iota of wit or intelligence to justify any of it. That sounds like human centipede. It's human centipede! There you go! Um, I've never seen it, but it sounded like a brilliant summary <laughs> of everything I've heard about. Sounds it. like many TV pilots <laughs> I've made as well. Um, yeah. Okay, this final one. Uh, this is a review that, uh, again, this was from Amazon. It was a one-star review from Amazon, which says much more about the person reviewing than about the movie. I felt a disconnect with Colin Firth's character, so I couldn't fully get into this film. I'm sorry, I just don't have the patience or time to deal with people who stutter. It's annoying, and I feel that they should just not try to speak. They should just write things down on paper. <laughs> oh my god, oh dear. That that person might be being reported to social yes. services. Uh, the King's the speech. speech. Oh my goodness. And we have just found the worst human being <laughs> who has yeah. ever lived. Yeah, there is a, there's a Facebook group that I follow, which is... Um, it, the title is something along the lines of, well, you've just announced the entire world that you're human garbage. Yes. <laughs> Anyone who posts anything like that. Yep, 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 yep. Extraordinary. So there we go. So that's uh, my little wow. uh, idea for a round. <laughs> that's lovely. Quiz, but uh, yeah. pl- 
thinking outside the box and people can you know that's the kind of thing people can collaborate on in the little teams yeah and and work out possible answers it's very entertaining that's great and idea. please do write into us with your best and worst uh, rounds and experiences from your lockdown quizzing joining us today on fingers on buzzers our special guest from his kitchen it's mark the beast labette hello mark ah hello there vixen how are you um i'll let you into a little trade secret uh we're like the uh, fighter pilots from Top Gun. When we're on active duty, we call each other by our call signs. <laughs> well, we're, we're, we're sort of on furlough ourselves at the moment. We can't get into the studio, which is a little bit frustrating. Um, but keeping up the quiz knowledge in lockdown, Mark? Oh, are you kidding me? I could probably do four quizzes a night if I had the time. There are so many <laughs> invites. And then I they think, all say, yeah. could you possibly write as a quiz? And you're going, oh, right, well, I'm going to have to charge you for my time. And they look amazed that, you know, uh, it kind of costs <laughs> to do a decent quiz. Well, I think that that is part of the, the thing that people are working out now is how hard it is to write a good quiz and to host a good quiz. And this is, you know, that we've been chatting about this on the, on the show, how it's, it is so tricky. It's so tough to do. Well, especially when you haven't got a feel for who the um, the likely teams are, the likely people answering it, because that'll give you feedback. And obviously, it's a totally different quiz you'd write if you're dealing with a bunch of students on a fairly alcohol-fueled night than conversely, you're doing a quiz where if you're under 70, you're regarded as a whippersnapper. Yeah, and if, if you're in the same room and you're an experienced quiz master, as, as you are, as am I, you, you can... You can do things on the fly. You can figure it out, and you can you can amend the quiz on the hoof. But it's just mm. it is so difficult with the with the with the new scenario we find ourselves in. But I, the, on the other hand, more people are quizzing every single night of the week, which mm. means when this is all over, there's going to be this breed of super contestants we're going to have to come up against. <laughs> I could look at it another way that at the moment you've got millions of rubbish quiz players. By the time this is over, you'll have millions of not quite so rubbish quiz players. I'm not quite so frightened of them. And besides, <laughs> it's garbage in, garbage out. If you're playing a bad quiz with bad questions written by a bad setter, you're not going to get much out of it. That is a very, very good point. It's uh, quality rather than quantity is what I've been going for in terms of the, the online mm. quiz quiz community. But we, we've been glued Everyone seems to have been glued to our new endeavour, which I have to talk to you about. Beat the Chasers, which was on, um, well, at time of recording, it's on at the moment. Um, but <laughs> with this episode will be coming out, so it'll be on last week. All right, okay, very yeah. confusing. Um, the, the stripped format of classic millionaire, primetime viewing, we all have new outfits how how did you think it was going to be received by the public um, compared to how it how it is? Well, I thought when we were in studio that the good sign was there were very few people leaving saying they had a bus to catch or whatever. <laughs> and you know, if you've been on a bad show, you you look round and half the audience have gone after an hour. Yeah. Uh, whereas that wasn't happening at all, so that was really good news. Um, I thought as well. I mean, I think they've edited it down very very well because it feels a lot pacier. And the ratings have been, there's only one way to describe it, fantastic. You know, it's, we got the show right. We got 
some there's always people knocking it uh those lovely folk at Dis digital spy forums i always notice they they never <laughs> say anything nice about anything no. and in the space of two days they've gone from we hate this this is the worst show ever to oh actually it's pretty good you know to so, jump no, on the bandwagon. By, by friday it might be the, the best show ever well, well I, I think we back to we hate it yeah. it's not <laughs> well i think i'm really lucky because all I have sitting next to me is uh, is Anne in the in the, the lineup, and that means we're sitting there a bit like Waldorf and Statler, just making catty comments about everyone. So we're having a whale of a time, <laughs> whereas you are stuck between Happy Harry over there, the most boring and miserable man in the world, and Paul, who's just had his happy pill. So he's like, <laughs> it's like this a sketch of Mister Optimist, Pessimist. <laughs> uh, and you're trying I'm to be the, balance. In the middle, trying yeah. to trying to referee the two of them. <laughs> now I, I should point out for for the people watching at home listening at home um we do have an observer who had a last minute crisis of technology so lucy is watching and listening and we can see her and she is chuckling away and she's contributing via chat so she wants she wants me to point out how lovely your bow tie from beat the chasers is because we, we all had a bit of an image overhaul in our matching uniforms. I know. I'm trying to work out whether we're looking like the uh, the SS, the next generation. It's a, <laughs> it's a bit scary, that red and black look. Either that or we're going to be cardinals, but then they've changed the rules for that. Yeah? Um, I'm glad you like the bow tie. Our wardrobe, Mr. Sheena, is the, the expert on that. Jenny can confirm she's known me for, what, 15, 20 years. Fashion sense, nil point from me. So I just wear what they say. <laughs> It's a good job they know what they're doing because they, they, they always manage to pull something out of the bag. Oh, the, um, the, the other interesting element that a lot of people have picked up on is the hot mic. So oh, that, we, our yeah. little side comments as, as the contestants come out and as they leave. It, the, yeah. It's a bit Marmite. A lot of people enjoy that because it does... I think it does draw people into thinking it's, you know, they're getting a little bit of a glimpse behind the curtain, but some people can't stand it. It's just, it's very trendy at the moment. Well, you're very good at playing it. Your comments are generally just about on point and whatever, whereas Anne and, well, Anne's just swearing like a trooper all the time, so you just can't <laughs> use them. And and all I want to do is like rend them limb from limb, like Val on Wednesday's show, and when she interrupted me while I was explaining something, I just went, in my t I wanted to scream foul out abuse. I just thought, no, just destroy her. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the way of showing them is to absolutely dominate them quiz-wise. Um, yeah, I think that that lady was someone who um, felt she was bigger than the format. She was using it as a platform. And actually, we all know that the people have come to see Bradley and to yeah. watch us possibly lose. And yeah. it doesn't actually really matter who the contestant is. Well, I think that's one, of the, that's one of the strengths of this format, is that if you've got a contestant who isn't the most interesting or it's a bit dull, it doesn't matter. Five minutes later, off they go, next one's on. It's been an interesting dynamic for us on how we've been answering the question, because as I keep saying, this is like our version of the Galacticos. We're not used to normally playing on a team this good. And you've got to check your ego in at the front door, which is very difficult for me. Mm. And realise <laughs> I am not the, not necessarily the best player on this team, and I've got to play accordingly. And don't jump in on a wild guess on, say, recent pop culture, because let's face it, Jenny, you're far more likely to get it right than I am. 
And I think you've had a hard time on the social media because the number of idiots who don't realise there's a world of difference between the answer where you're just throwing in an answer to get to the next question, like what I call the sacrifice guess, mm-hmm. and the blunder, like the one I did the other day on jump, jumping in in front of you on the walking the plank. I anticipate it was going to be about pirates. And when it swerved to which quest, which TV show, I was left clueless. Yes. And so yes. I, I feel like some of these people are going, you really don't get it. There's a world, there's a, if you like, there's a good wrong answer and you're very good at good wrong answers and I'm very bad at them. Yeah, there's there's a real element that non-quizzers won't understand about playing on a, a buzzer team. That there's the, the different roles are there. I mean, I, I'm sort of clock management, as you pointed out on Twitter the other day. That I, I'm keeping an eye on everyone else's responses, and if no one's going for it, I'm going to have to try and get onto the next yeah. question and move it on as quickly as possible. Because those other, it's, are, it's the are, balance between doing that at the right moment do you do it too late it's terrible yeah. you've eaten up time you do it too early you've just you've, you've treaded on someone's toes and they were probably going to get us the point it's it's so brutal <laughs> well, it's, well it is we, we fortunately we know each other quite well and so we know to give Anne an extra second because the number of times she will come up with the answer out of nowhere and we'll just go thank you Anne yeah. um I, I just laugh because I had people sort of, you know, the usual fun with Twitter. Some people are very smart. Others clearly haven't got a clue. And they always ask me, which out of the two I would, uh, which two of you guys would I play with? And I'd said, oh, Jenny and Anne. Mm. And they look at me and I said, yeah, but I'm looking at the balance. Yeah. You and I complement each other extremely well in, if you like, I'm older pop culture. You're much more contemporary. And Anne knows all the highbrow stuff that I haven't got a clue about. Um, Paul is brilliant and a great all-rounder, but him and me almost get in each other's way. We know two yeah. similar stuff. Absolutely. And and there the becomes a bit of a buzzer race between you two because you know you're both oh. very fast. And it, there's some unconscious level, the ego is still there, and you still want to be the first one to get to it. Some oh, of those yeah. little side looks we give, you know, you give the rest of the team. It's not about you know, giving someone else the evils for getting a question no. or for not getting a question. It's because, oh, I was just about to go in there. Oh, it was, could have been me. Well, I'm uh, just it's going, more where about was, yourself, isn't it? <laughs> where was Paul this fast five years ago? I mean, either I'm getting slower or he's getting a lot quicker. I mean, <laughs> He's been given a lot of, of time recently to absolutely focus on his quiz because he yeah. loves quiz and he always has. But now he's got his husband who is almost, or even if not more, quizaholic than he is so they're oh, enabling more, each other all the time oh, yeah. <laughs> they're well, writing each other hard quizzes they're, they're, they're testing one another and it was shown in the fact that uh, you know Paul winning the, the British Championships mm. it was down to I witnessed it even down to breakfast that morning yeah. Ollie was sitting there with flashcard quizzes asking him loads of really bizarre obtuse questions about all sorts of topics and about three of those topics came up yeah it's well, just it, the more you quiz, the better you get. Yeah. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's Gary Player got it right all those years ago. The harder I practice, the luckier I get. <laughs> and, he, and, and, well, it, and it's absolutely true. Um, uh, University Challenge, Brandon, he reckons he does, does 2,000 questions a week. And I'm going, yeah, and you could see it with the work put in. I mean, it's actually, I'm, I'm, I want to swear at Paul Sinner and say, you selfish beep, because you're working that hard. It means the rest of us have got to try and keep up with you. Well, I mean, to be fair to the new guy, Dara, place. he's going to have yeah. to work that hard to keep up with him because he's got to catch up. Yeah, and it's that learning curve is very, very tough. I've been through it, obviously. You, you didn't have to as much because it was a brand new, you were on board from yeah. the, the, the get-go. But joining a show when it's already at quite a peak and getting on board, not just with your knowledge, which has to be top-notch, but with all yeah. the other elements that go with it, it's it can be pretty unforgiving. And I hope people hope people give Dara a nicer time than they gave me when I started. I I hope they will. But then this is Twitter we're talking about here. It's uh, <laughs> but he, uh, he's not a girl, so I think he might yeah. he might have a slightly uh, smoother ride than me. Yeah, I don't know what is it about young men on Twitter who suddenly grow a pair whenever they uh, uh or or decide, oh there's a young lady there oh um. What can we point out that's wrong with her? Um, 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 oh, her shoes look funny. And you go, oh, the incels have got a lot to answer for. How about try, how about try and be nice to a girl? You never know. You might get a date one day. <laughs> You're getting applause from, uh, from the silence gallery over there. Oh, it is, it's just... It is, in, it, incels, it is, it is, it's a, it's a culture, this, you know, red pill culture and men going their own way. Um, it's we're getting into deep topics here, but it's it's right. you're absolutely right that that sort of taking the mick out of a, a female in this day and age, you know, past primary school, it doesn't it doesn't mean that they're gonna like you back. <laughs> you don't well, pull some pull someone's pigtails and run off when you're 25. It doesn't work. Yeah, and it's we we know in the world of quiz that. It is male-dominated, especially white middle-aged men, etc. So if you're not from that demographic thing, you've got a much better chance of getting on quiz shows. Yeah. I pitched a few ideas to ITV, uh, sort of call it Beast Academy, for want of a better word. And I said, I only want to train up people under about 30, 35. Mm -hmm. And probably if they'd let me an all-female lineup, the simple reason is the market's there for good young female quizzes. Whereas I'm afraid... Um, fanatical young men who are probably on the spectrum somewhere don't realise that the very things that make him a good quizzer, the monomaniacal attention to detail, means they've got zero personality. And they yeah. it's like trying to explain the colour blue. When I got the job as a chaser, one very well-known um, quizzer, who I shan't mention, said to me after the interviews, he said, well, I don't know what more I could have done. I got every question right. And he did. But I thought, it's like trying to explain the colour blue. He did not get at all. There yeah. was a performance element. I walk in and I'm in beast mode and I stuck under the door frame. And I obviously, I look like the, down, the slightly gone to seed rugby player I am. And <laughs> Sue Allison, the first producer, just more or less said, that's who I want. Yeah. The fact I could actually back it up by quizzing was a, was a benefit. 
Yeah, people do often forget it's not just a quiz show, it's an entertainment show. Um, People want to see someone with, you know, a personality. Whether they like them or not, they can take against them or they can absolutely love them. But it's it's one way or the other. I, I... um, I can tell you about when I had my screen test because mm. I was up against two other people and mm. um, we all had to run through a couple of final chases and I, I won against a 16 but I lost against a 20 and it was only a, you know they said right this is 16 to catch this is a tw-. it was yeah. absolutely no real contestants there um, and we did a head-to-head where you had to do the, the what, what we call the frills, the, the bit of info in between yeah. each question off the top of my head. And I thought and I thought that was that was going to be really tricky. One of the other contestants, I, I did spy on her recording, and she yeah. won both, and she got pretty much every question right. Mm. But it wasn't about getting every question right. It was. It was. They were looking for. They were looking for something, and it. We'll never be able to put our finger on what it was. But yeah. I had more of it than she had. Um, you, and you can happy days. You can, put, you can invest your time in learning more and getting better at the quiz side if yeah. you've already got a knack for it. But you can't buy a personality, and you can't buy the personality traits that that TV producers are looking for. You can. You can work on them, but yeah, yeah there's the people there are quite plenty of people who are decent quizzes who feel that they are entitled to to walk into one of the professional quiz jobs and it's really not not about that. You've got to have something else going on. And also n- not be that bothered if people hate you because I think that was that was the thing at the start of the chase, wasn't it? They wanted yeah. you to be a pantomime villain. They wanted you to be Well no, the, the exact opposite. They told us not to be. They told us just the facts, and then me being me, I started being a little bit playful, a bit of sledging and stuff, and the focus groups kind of picked up. Actually, they kind of liked it. It was the playful abuse. If I'd have just called someone, you're a stupid, beeping idiot, obviously they wouldn't be very happy, but if you make a thing going, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear, effectively all the tools I had as a teacher, I had to slap down the kid verbally, and I did it on the, on the contestants. <laughs> yeah, effectively, my whole life's been job training for this. Well, it is. I mean, I've. It's because I've I've been asked to put together a list of people for a potential future pro show, and the problem was there as I got the list of people through, putting the producer hat on. I'm just going, okay, a hundred people, uh, eighty plus were white middle aged men, thirty five to sixty, uh, about twelve thirteen women. I'm sorry, the numbers don't quite out, and I remember going. Okay, there's three Asian males in that lineup. No, um, no black males, no black females, no Asian females. And I'm going from the TV point of view. You're not going to get a pro lineup where every person in that lineup is a forty-something um, middle-aged white male. I mean, the last time that was the uh, was it the Labour Party election before the last. <laughs> you know, or probably the next Tory one. It's uh, no, even they now have a nah, diversity. They- it's a uh, and yeah, if you've just got to accept what about now. <laughs> if you if you haven't got a personality, bad luck. Absolutely. And the problem is these guys just don't get it. Yeah, but I'm it's, chuckling. It's, they're after they're after our jobs, and they've got no chance. <laughs> but it's it's taken this long for them to find Dara, and it's taken yeah. five six years for them to to be settled on somebody. 
you don't know how many people they've spoken to in that time and they, they see something in him and he's an absolutely fantastic character mm. so well, i've heard i've heard it was over a thousand people they've looked at and the number that they just strike strike yeah. off the list after a few minutes for person for looks i'm sorry but tv is a visual medium mm-hmm. or there's some gaping hole in their knowledge and yeah. you know you've met the people who say i don't do sport or i don't do pop music or, and the moment you say, say that, that i say there's the door no you're yeah. a pr- you're a pro. You've got to be able to cover everything. Yeah. I I can almost guarantee you've spent hundreds of hours studying reasonable level sport because you know you've got to cover it. Yeah, and I've, history. I've, you've got I, to have an answer no for, for you, everything. You've, you've got to have you, a guess. Yeah, you've really you've really upped your game on history because it was a weakness, and we've seen it happen. And obviously, Dara's having to look in his areas. Me, my weakness was food and drink, and I worked on it. And if, it's the thing I advise the pro. You work on a you work on your weaknesses, not your strengths. I mean, hopefully there will be another pro quiz. Uh, I'm not, well, let's face it, Eggheads is as near as dead as, as can be. It's on a life support machine with no episodes <laughs> for two years. I mean, a shame. I love all the guys on it. Yeah. I hope they've got a job. But Richard Osman's House of Games has effectively taken their spot. Mm. And I hope there will be another pro quiz for the simple reason that Egghead's 1,700 episodes, we're heading up there. They're not exactly bad investments for a TV company, but it's got to be the right one. And if I put my producer's head on, the problem is I'd want a lot of good players, but I'd also be saying I need to put almost like the beauty part pageant part of this and line up a load of people and have a TV producer go, yeah, I like that lot. I'm When I was at GSN, I pitched the idea of an international quiz league or a world quiz league, and the... The, the, the head honcho at GSN, her opening question was, how many women would be in this, this lineup? And I went, if you're playing it off a le- level playing field, not many. And you could see her just going, that's it, it's gone. Yeah, if you're looking at the, you know, the top 20 at the Worlds, then, yeah, there's, there's, there's not, not many double uh, X chromosomes in there. <laughs> well, uh, there's, every year, University Challenge has the, why are there not more women in the lineup? ITV studios who produce it could solve that at a stroke. All they yeah. do is insist every team be mixed. Mm. And then it would go away completely. And, and, and then how many people would then start saying tokenism when they've got someone... Um, because just about every team carries somebody who doesn't answer as much. They're there for a specific role. Yeah. But that's... It, I, you know, Anne has this fun with, the again, the social justice warriors always say to her, why aren't there more women? And Anne's response is, well, where are they? Where are you, you know, care to recommend anyone? And their response is, oh, no, 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 I wouldn't do it. So, well, if you don't want to do it, you know, that's the price. I, to me, I, I long for the day where quizzing is like equestrianism. Mm. And the reason I mention equestrianism is it's the only mixed sport in the Olympics. And I haven't done the numbers, but female... Um, what are they, well, uh, what are they, riders, whatever their terminology is, equestrians, have done probably at least as well as men over the last 40, 50 years. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the reasons, the major one, is societal. It's perfectly acceptable for a young woman to be insane about horse riding. Yeah. So they're quite... Whereas, let's face it, there is quite a bit of certainly implied sexism, if not out-and-out sexism, in the quiz work. Uh, CJ summed it up himself. He said there are five areas of activity he reckons he knows quite well. Poker, darts, um, chess, uh, quiz, and snooker, I think it is. And he said in all five, there are no reason at all why a woman yeah. can't be as good as a man. So yeah. where are they? 
yeah societal is all i can think cultural yeah i i i completely agree and i think this is definitely due one of our special very special episode it's it is something that needs a really deep dive so we'll 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 get some more opinions on that from you i think at a time in the future when we we've planned it all out but I think for now, I think we need to, to let you go and watch episode four <laughs> of Beat the Chasers. Much. No, not at all. I think it's been a fantastic chat with you. I wish Lucy could have been here. Well, she was here. She just couldn't chime in. Um, it's been wonderful talking to you. And fingers crossed for a second series of Beat the Chasers because we would absolutely love that. And I think the great British public would as well. Mark, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure, Vixen. Over now. So now it is time for our listener quiz. Wow. <laughs> Who was playing what there? I was just freestyling on a ukulele, Jen. Oh, which I know is you're, it's you're, your instrument. You're stealing my role yeah, there. But I, you know, yeah. And I can't play at all, but listen to this. Already better than me, mate. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> I am I am a very bad ukulele player. So our listener quiz this week listener quiz. has been sent in by the one and the only Mr. Hassan Damn. Aslam, yeah. who did this quiz for Age UK, which is an amazing charity. Uh, Fully approved. The Ealing branch of Age UK. Age UK, um, my mum and dad... Uh, had a helper from Age UK uh, for years and years and years, lovely Valerie, uh, before they sadly passed away. Um, and I I love Age UK so much. They're such a great charity because they really... They do invaluable things that, you know, other charities don't think yes. of. It, there's, so, there's so much help and support they give. Yeah. So just just by being there, just their, their phone line, they've got the helpline that people can ring into. And I would imagine, um, yes, at the moment they'll probably... Lovely overrun uh, and yeah. doing brilliant work so hooray for them do give them some money if you have an extra couple of bob yeah hassan send us the send us the just giving link or whatever whatever platform you've been using and maybe some listeners who enjoy this will will whack a couple of quid to aguk ealings and i'll tell you what will add value to this quiz is the fact that amanda <laughs> is going to be reading the questions i'd imagine that's worth yes. at least an extra couple of quid isn't it yeah. I think so, and I, I don't know who that pretender was that was uh, doing it a couple of weeks Rubbish. ago. Something she? No, no, no. Chris, someone? Who? Yeah, yeah I, no, no. It was too polished, and the, the pronunciations were. Yeah, too we don't polished. like slick on this <laughs> podcast, do we? We we prefer something a little bit rough around the edges. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> rough around the edges and in the middle, and here she is. <laughs> Amanda Redmond, right, Amanda, so... Hey, I brushed my teeth for this today. You don't know how lucky you are. Um, yeah, I've been sent this uh, lovely quiz by Hassan, and it is on a sporting theme. Okay. okay. And there are there are ten questions, so what I'm going to do I'm going to just test select... my buzzer now, because you won't be hearing it again. Oh, yes, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Let's... It won't be that long every time, but it's uh, yeah. I was going to say we'll we'll have the abridged version, <laughs> this, and this one is mine. And what is that, Jenny? I think you need to explain to the listener That's, at home. It's it's a steel ruler, which is being tapped upon a, a. It's one of those small, thick wine glasses, the you know the French style 
but it's got some Jack Daniels in it at the moment. Oh, fancy. Yeah, because I ran out of wine, which is a terrible sign, isn't it? It looked like sherry. I delivered a crate of beer today, though, so... Oh dear. I thought you were drinking some kind of British sherry drink, like uh, like mm. I've enjoyed in my dark It looks like it could be mead. I, I, I would like some mead, but that will remind me of going down my local pub. But they have a selection of beautiful meads. Locally, locally squeezed from bees or whatever. <laughs> Virgin bees. <laughs> <laughs> well, most of them are, aren't they? They're all women eunuchs. Oh, bless They're all incels. <laughs> Literally incels. Anyway, this is oh. taken a turn. Anyway. Let's get back Come to on the quiz. Then. <laughs> yeah, I think we've better had a uh, sporting theme. I'm going to... I'm going to select the ones that are probably easier for me to read. I'm not going to lie, because there's... A few issues uh, with some of the questions, but uh, we'll move swiftly on to question number one. Who won this year's women's singles at Wimbledon? That's a great question. I mean, last year's. We've not had it yet. It's cancelled this year, obviously, but yeah. Cancelled. There's not this year. Oh, yes. So the I 2019. Think, uh, yes, 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 yes. It wasn't um, Sloan Stevens, was it? Sloan Stevens. She won uh, something. No. No. Go on, Lucy. Guess a guess a tennis. Mariana Tenisovic. Oh uh, no, I wouldn't have been able to so say good. that <laughs> if I'd have seen that in writing. <laughs> Who was it? Who was it? I've already. It forgotten. was a lady called Simona Halep. Oh yes, Simona. She's pretty. She's pretty good on the old tennis at the minute. To be fair. Although, what are they doing at the moment? How are they keeping? Are they keeping match ready? Or are they? They're doing what I used you know, to do. They're sitting around eating. Biscuits. What they're doing is they're just um, bouncing a ball against the back wall of the house, and just <laughs> yeah. trying not to Annoying. not to break your dad's shed window. That kind of thing. That's what's <laughs> yeah. going on. Yeah, because Rafa's doing that <laughs> <laughs> in his in his in his backyard. Which is yeah. yeah, and he's terrified. And his out. brothers and sisters are going. Oh no, I wanted to do swing ball. <laughs> 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 They're all doing swing ball. I love a game. Oh, I loved swing ball, but I was terrible. At yeah, it. yeah. I love a game of swing ball. I might actually order myself one to see me through the rest of quarantine. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, we can we can do more than five questions if need be, but I'm going to move on to question number two. Which New Zealand-born cricketer helped England win this year's Cricket World Cup against, of all countries, New Zealand? Which one of these? Lucy. Cricket with cricket face. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Um... I'm because a lot of a lot of the England cricketers, well, it's England and Wales cricket, were not born in England or Wales. <laughs> um, was it um, Joe Root? No, he's English. No, go on. Swanky buttocks. Uh, <laughs> you have got the right initials, but switch. It's oh. Ben Stokes. Ah. So maybe, yeah. Ah, of course. Swanky I mean. buttocks Stokes. Buttocks swanky. <laughs> okay, so which football team was promoted to the Premier League in May from the Championship via the playoff system? Who in the playoffs was it? Who won in the playoffs? Um, Lucy. Derby County. Uh, no. Oh, good shout there. Yeah. Um, I'll go for. Who was it? Fulham? No. Give no? us the region oh. of the country. I've never known. I've heard of this team, but I've never... 
don't know where. So it's not like named after a city, then, obviously. So it's. I mean, not a city I've been to. Port Vale. Um, No, not Port Port, Port Vale in the Premiership would be lovely. Um, I think it's London. Okay, what's the initial? QPR. AV? Aston Villa. Yes. Oh, yeah, it's Birmingham, mate. Yes, that's definitely not London. Definitely not London. Okay, it's a city, though. <laughs> Give me my due. <laughs> that was far too high a division for me to have any interest in. Where's Bolton, then? <laughs> um, as, as we speak, as the, as the uh, season has not been ended mm-hmm. yet... We are flat bottom of League oh, One, love. which is the league below the Championship, the championship yeah. which is the league below the Premier yeah. League. Division three and in old money. We would have had, we would have had, yeah, Division three in old money, and we would have had to have a miraculous run of results to, ha- and for other teams to be desperately unlucky to stand any chance of holding on because we had a 12 point penalty at the so we started the season on minus 12 points Oof. we are positive but um unfortunately just a little bit too far adrift so i'm assuming they at some point they will call off the season and we'll be relegated or we'll continue to play the season and we'll still be relegated <laughs> just a bit later it's very well, exciting the flat bottom leagues just make the rocking world go See round. Right. Am I right? See right. Yeah, yeah. Thought so. That's what they say, Amanda, in, in, <laughs> in the football clubs of uh, London and Birmingham. <laughs> um, so, question number four. The Miami Marlins are a professional team in which sport? It's Lucy. Baseball. Baseball is correct. Because it's the Miami True. Dolphins is the football team, right? Football. Yeah, and Miami Heat play yes. basketball. There we go. So Lucy's beating me now. I thought there'd be a Just good chance faster. of somebody getting that one, definitely. <laughs> that was a, that was a very good answer. I was I was trying I was doing the elimination thing. I was like, well, it's not. Yeah. Uh, I think even I would know the oh, next okay. one, guys. So Great. I mean, come on. <laughs> is it um, about Aston Villa? <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, not. Which country knocked England's women out of last year's Football World Cup? Go on, Jenny. USA. 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 Correct. Yeah. Was it not the final? They don't really get knocked out if they reach the final. Um, they got knocked out of getting like to the <laughs> top place in the okay. in the World Cup because they no, did. I was I, pretty sure I, I I watched. I was in I was in America for the final. Oh yes. Um, uh, get, waiting to be summoned to Simon Carroll's house, of so course. I got up early that morning. And the pub that was next door to the hotel was open from stupid o'clock for people who wanted to watch women's football. Oh, how fun! Well, soccer. Because <laughs> yeah. apparently, soccer ball. Apparently, now USA have realised that there is such a great sport as football, and now they invented it. And it's <laughs> and they're the bestest ever in the universe at all they, the football. Like, oh, tell they that were, to Pele, friend. I don't know who won that. It was one all. It was a draw. Yeah, yeah. I, and I'm happy oh, to, to to accept that. I shake your hand virtually. Yeah. Over there we the, go. The device. We're doing a sportsman like. Yeah, we're we're swapping shirts. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, stop. Both of you for the love no, of No, I've been wearing mine for days. <laughs> it's absolutely right. You wouldn't want to swap this. I, 
I've still got my spot, but it's nice. nice. Yeah. Well, thank you very much to Hassan Aslam for that brilliant uh, quiz, which we <laughs> butchered. Uh, but hopefully, <laughs> they, were, they were really they good were questions, questions. To be fair, Hassan, we were just we we've run out of energy. Yeah. <laughs> well, and hopefully the people who were we didn't do them justice. The people who were competing for the brilliant Age UK did better than we did and can be listening to this and be very smug so well done you guys um also thank you to mark labette for being an amazing guest i enjoyed that interview very much from afar well not that afar (laughs) just from sitting literally watching it i thought he was brilliant and i've been loving beat the chasers and if you've been enjoying beat the chasers then why not get in touch with itv and tell them that you'd like a full (laughs) series because i have and that and that jenny deserves yeah yeah make it beat the jenny (laughs) With chasers. Apparently, <laughs> according to the Daily Express, according to the Daily Express article this week, I, I have a master fortune of three point two million pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, congratulations! Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I wish. I, I think there's been some identity theft somewhere, <laughs> and someone called Jenny Ryan somewhere in the world. I can see you. Look, the, the listeners can't see this. Mass- but you're sitting there with your gold microphone and your gold glasses <laughs> in a gold house, playing it all coy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 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 but uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to donate a small part of my vast wealth yes. to um, AGK in, in thanks for that quiz. And talking of charity, if you want to support Carers UK, we at Fingers on Buzzers are doing some play-alongs uh, during lockdown. Um, if you want to check our social media, we'll let you know the details of those. Uh, tremendous fun and you'll be raising money for charity so please do come and join us so thank you very much for being with us cheers and uh, we love you very much goodbye take care of yourselves bye fingers on buzzers starred lucy porter and jenny ryan and was produced by amanda redman with music by kevin mcleod and justin edwards email quiz at fingersonbuzzers.com and tweet at fingers thanks for listening and don't forget to join us next time for more fingers on buzzers 